Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to a hastily prepared edition of Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols from the District Sports page and Doghouse from Federal Baseball on the line after the Nationals dropped 2 3 in Atlanta. 2 1 tonight on a walk off single by Cameron Maven. Start with Dave on Max Scherzer on the mound. Sorry, I'm fighting bugs on my table here. Last three starts, which included a complete game shutout and a no-hitter and a bid for a perfect game. Scherzer was 3-0 and with a 0.69 ERA, one walk, 33 Ks. That's 11.42 Ks per nine and a 0 143 line against in 26 innings pitch. Facing the Braves for the first time this season, first time since 2010. Four scoreless to start the game, but a Juan Uribe double, Andrelton Simmons single in the fifth make it one nothing. Stays that way until the Nationals tie it up later in the game. Scherzer stays in the game until the ninth inning. Comes back out at 97 pitches. Gives up a single, infield single by Pedro Siriaco on a chopper that Danny Espinosa barehanded but threw late to first. Zach Bunt moves him over. Cameron Maven hits a chopper over third. Max Scherzer takes the loss 2-1. to one. Braves win it, take 2-3 or three, as we mentioned. Any problem with Scherzer going back out there for the ninth save or the way he's going, you can leave him in there and see if he can win the game. And what do you think about that last play? The Nats looked like they wanted to protest it for a minute there, but it looked like it was a fair ball for the most part. Yeah, you know, a ball over the bag is non-reviewable, so even if they wanted to protest it, they couldn't. Um, this is one of those things where until they uh, implant uh, computer chips in, into balls and do the foul lines and lasers, you're, you're never going to know whether it's Which over the bag or not. Which they should do. <laughs> it looks it looks like the umpire wasn't in particularly great position to make the call. It looks like he was looking more at the runner than the ball, but um you know, it's it's just a damn tough call. I mean obviously the ball landed in foul territory so it looks even worse. Um the casual fans are gonna uh be up in arms and screaming and yelling that it was a foul ball and whatnot, but it's just it's a tough way to lose a ball game and, and when you can only score one run um behind your ace, you take the chances of losing on fluke plays, and that's just exactly what happened tonight. You know, you mentioned infield single that Espinosa couldn't make the play on, then a, then a chopper that, um, you know, the guy didn't get good wood on it. And, I mean, nobody got good wood on it. Scherzer is um, probably the best pitcher going right now. He had another completely dominant performance until the ninth inning when uh, a, a dink and a dink were enough to beat him tonight. So I guess I kind of agree with Dave there. Pretty much everything you expect from Max Scherzer again tonight, eight and a third, five hits, two earned runs, one there in the ninth on the walk-off chopper, nine Ks, ends up going up to 105 pitches, 79 strikes, six ground-outs, six fly-outs, dominant performance from him, but one of those games where the Nationals, they scored uh, two runs total in the last two games and losses to the Braves, so you're putting Max Scherzer out there with no room for error, essentially, and even without really making an error other than the first run that they scored, which is a pitch kind of up in the zone. The Nationals lose this one and don't support Scherzer's effort. 
Yeah, it's a pretty frustrating loss here. Uh, the, the ball landed fair by little enough, or sorry, landed fall, landed foul. Sorry, I, I started drinking really early today. Landed <laughs> foul by little enough that it, it, was, it probably was fair when it went over the bag, or, or at least close enough that you know you, you'll you'll give it to Buckner who wasn't looking when uh, when he made that call, but. Uh, <laughs> This is on the Nats. You you got to provide more than one run for for a performance right that uh, like that. You know Scherzer was pitching about as well as he as he could, and you know you're going to get some little fluky hits that are going to come in sometimes. Uh, and it it kind of goes to show how extraordinary some of his other pitching performances are, not least because he pitched well, but because a good performance like that does involve a certain amount of good luck. You compare how hard the balls that the Braves hit tonight with how hard the balls that the Nats hit tonight. The Nats were, were really kind of lighting up Benuelos today, but uh, it was hard hit balls right at people. So th- this is kind of, you know, the Babbitt gods were, were not in favor of the Nats tonight. And with only one run, you know, Scherzer can be perfect or nearly so, but, you know, he, he can't do it five times in a row. Come on, Nats. Be luckier. Also, Scherzer, 0 for 3 with a K at the plate. you got to help yourself out, man. You're going to be the best hitting pitcher in the majors? Be the best hitting pitcher in the majors, man. Get on base. Drive some runs in. <laughs> His six-game hit streak ends there. I agree. You have to do it yourself, Max. I'm going to put this all on him for not coming up with a hit and scoring the run himself to keep the Nationals in the game. But... He did what he could. Dave, Manny Benuelos on the mound, uh, living in the New York, New Jersey metro area. I heard about this kid for years before he got injured, ended up getting traded to the Braves, acquired in the deal for current natural reliever David Carpenter this winter. 24-year-old lefty, worked his way back from Tommy John surgery in 2012, missed the whole 2013 season, making his MLB debut tonight, 6-2 and two, uh, at AAA before he was called up, 2-2-9 ERA, 3-4-0 fit, 4.4 walks for nine, you might have wanted to see a little more patient approach from the Nationals, but I'll leave that up to you. 7.51K per nine and 83 in two-thirds innings before he was called up. 90-91 with the fastball, a changeup about 10 miles slower, a big arcing curve, really on top of his game when he was out there. Like Doug has mentioned, there were three or four really hard-hit liners that were right at people. But a nice debut from him. 7Ks, 62 pitches after five scoreless, leaves the game with dehydration and a leg cramping after a uh, five and two-thirds, just two hits allowed. Boom, 75 pitches, 48 strikes. But a nice debut from him. But like I said, I would have liked to see a little bit uh, more patient approach by the Nationals with the guy who's struggled to command his pitches and walking people throughout his minor league career. Yeah, you know, the Nats, as a rule, um, don't particularly do patient. I mean, obviously – uh, Harper leads the world in, in bases on balls, but uh, but he's only one guy. The rest of the squad are up there, uh, you know, gripping and grinning, and 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 that's what they do. But uh, Ben Willis, you know, is, is the first of what's going to be uh, several really good um, new wave of Braves pitchers. I mean, uh, you mentioned he got him from the Yankees organization. I mean, this guy um, has got some skills. Obviously, uh, had been putting up some pretty decent numbers in AAA this year. Uh, you mentioned the strikeout rate. Uh, you mentioned the walk rate, which is why you'd like to see the Nats be a little more patient. But um, I guess the game plan they got on him was, you know, find find a fastball and swing at it, and they were really doing that. But um, but again, 
um, you know, the Nats have enough professional hitters in their lineup that you ought to be able to grind out more than one run against the guy making his major league debut, and it just didn't happen for them tonight. They did get the one run, though. Bryce Harper double, in quotes, on a line drive to center that Cameron Maven drops in the top of the seventh inning. Wilson Ramos, Texan next, goes the other way with a ground ball single through the right side, RBI single, ties it up at 1-1 one one in the seventh inning. Wilson Ramos on first at that, that point. Matt Williams calls for Dan Ugly to bunt. I think the Braves broadcasters mentioned on the game that he hasn't had a sack bunt since 2009. I didn't double-check them on that, but that's what they said. Ugla falls behind, 1-2, ends up uh, striking out on a check swing, strike three. Tyler Moore grounds into a double play in the next at bat. Hash Brown stopped bunting. Okay, maybe they were playing for one run there with Scherzer on the mound, trying to get a 2-1 lead and hand it back to Scherzer to finish it out. But I saw that double play coming in the next at bat from a mile away and asking Dan Ugla to bunt when that's not particularly his uh, strong suit doghouse. What do you think of Matt Williams' decision-making there and the way it turned out? Honestly, Matty, I, I have given you every bullpen decision you have made this year. What the heck? This this was just nonsensical. <laughs> I, I I had such cognitive dissonance seeing Ugla bunting that for a minute I thought it was Ramos up there and they were asking him to bunt. It was just it's, my, my brain completely rebooted. I didn't know what was happening. Uh, no, no, this this was obviously the wrong play to make. Uh, Ugla is is an OPB, can be an OBP guy. He has decent strike zone discipline. Um, He can give you some pop. Why on earth are you asking him to bunt? He doesn't have a lot of speed. Ramos doesn't have a lot of speed. If he does get the ball down, he might bunt into a double play. What are you you doing, Matty? What are you doing? What were you thinking? Where were you going? I, just, I, 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 didn't, I didn't understand this play at, at, at all. And, and quite frankly, uh, Timo hitting into the double play, I think, was just karmic payback for asking Ugla to bunt there. Uh, I can't believe he forced you to go to the Nick Logan quote. It was that bad. Uh, it hurt. I'm sorry. It hurt. Compose myself quickly here. Michael Taylor, Dave, singles to start the eighth. Max Scherzer. The prolific hitter comes up next. You're really pay- playing for one run at this point. Still a 1-1 game at that point, so they have Scherzer try to square and bunt. He takes a called strike three, trying to bunt with a full count, maybe take it off once it gets to two strikes, but they don't. A line out and a ground out follow. I don't know about this one, Dave. Maybe with the pitcher up there you bunt a little bit more often than you do with Dan Ugla coming up in that position, but two innings in a row, the Nationals can't get a bunt down. Poor fundamentals and what ends up a one-run one, uh, one, one loss and really tough to take that way. And So what do you think of Matt's decision-making in both of those instances, I guess? Well, right there, you said it. You know, poor fundamentals cost them in what turned out to be a one-run game. Um, I have no problem asking your pitcher to bunt um, in a tied game in the eighth inning if it's still your starter and he's still mowing people down. Um, the problem is that that he took a strike. I mean, at that point, you can't do that. I mean, I, I realize that, that he's not handling the bat every day like, like Denard Spann or, or somebody else that you might ask to bunt, but, um, but that pitch was too close to take in that situation. Um, You've got to make an effort out of it. I mean, there's, there's just no way that you allow yourself to have a third strike call. That being said, 
we all know that in 120 years of baseball history, you're more likely to score a guy from first base with no outs than from second base with one out. So you've got a good hitting pitcher. You've got a good running second or a guy at first base. You know, maybe have him try to steal it first or, or do something. But, you know, you should use the bunt as a last resort as opposed to the priority play there. And obviously Williams showed um, his managerial experience two innings in a row asking somebody that, that wouldn't particularly be your best choice to bunt to bunt. Michael Taylor's single there, I should note, gives him an 18-game on-base streak, which is a nice little stretch for him. He's had a good month of June. Hopefully he continues it in July. Denard Span went in with a 21-game on-base streak, extended that with a single in the first at-bat, 22 straight games. So, guys, are you ready? It's trivia time. Max Scherzer, with his win over Philadelphia last time out, his 100th career win, did it in a Nationals uniform. There are two other starters in Nationals history who earned their 100th win in the Nationals uniform. Can you name them? No. No, I cannot. <laughs> not, not even any guesses. <laughs> Tim Redding. And Ronnie Belliard. You are 0 for 2. I don't know if you can hear my you're wrong sound effects, but... We'll give it to Dave. Dave, two chances, two chances, two pitchers who won their 100th game in a Nationals uniform. Esteban Loiza and and uh, 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 Odalis Perez. You are 0 for 2, friend. Where's my your wrong sound effect? Laval Spidner. Wrong again. The answer is Levon Hernandez on May 9th, 2005, wins his 100th game in the Nationals uniform. And Jason Markey on May 10th, 2011, wins his 100th. Here's the answer you would have gotten if you were right on both of those. You have got to up your, you've got to up your you have got to up your sound effect game. That's just terrible. <laughs> so, and why were you assuming that we would get it right? You should have been getting the you're wrong sound effect. <laughs> I did. I had faith in you guys, and you disappointed me on both ends. Dave, one last question before we get out of here. Ian Desmond sat out again today after saying he wasn't going to change his swing after the last couple of games when he struggled. Talked to reporters last week, said he doesn't think he's going to alter it, but today they said he is trying to adjust his swing a little bit. Matt Williams told reporters before the game he dropped his hands from previous seasons. They're trying to get his hands back up a little bit, something we saw Jason Worth do last year to kind of level out his swing, keep his hands up at the start and get a better pass through the ball. Matt Williams talked after the last game, after the first game of the series, when he had four Ks, a golden sombrero in the series opener, about his pitch selection as well, which I think is probably more of a problem than anything else. But what do you think about Desmond trying the in-game adjustments, uh, mid-season adjustments here to his swing to try to get things going? Maybe he'll have a time to work on it over the break and get things sorted out. Well, there are there are two things that I am to take from that whole discussion. Number one, you can never believe anything a major league manager or pitcher or, or hitter tells you in an interview. Um, <laughs> and, and number two, the, the team is very concerned about the viability of Ian Desmond as a starting player right now. Um, 
in-season adjustments are, are notoriously difficult to try to pull off. Um, obviously, he needs to do something, uh, whether it's mechanical, um, you know, with his hands or or what, but, uh, but it's obvious that he is not getting the pitches that he used to be able to get to. Another rough loss for the Nationals. They dropped two of three in uh, Turner Field, 43 and 36 on the year after the losses. Head back to the nation's capital three at odd times over this weekend with the Giants. I think it's six o'clock, eleven o'clock, and then eight o'clock on ESPN on Sunday night. Forty-three and thirty-six on the year. Nats nightly sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. We'll talk to both of you guys tomorrow. Good day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not. Boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.